just walking in some of the spaces that people might not. And when it comes to divorce and some of all and stuff like that, I was supposed to have another guest that was on. I'm kind of give the I'm coming in legal advice portion, but. You know what, let me stop for a second. James, if you can just give them your background, who you are, where you're from, you know, how people can follow you. Let's start off with that, and then we'll, we'll kind of dive on it. Yeah. Coming okay, in. My name is James Bush. I'm a licensed like professional counselor in the state of Tennessee, as well as Nevada. Um, I uh, run the Mind of a Man podcast, where we talk about men's issues. I mean, instead of us talking about whole sex, drugs, guns, and all other kind of debauchery, we try to find, find things that are, you know, life-giving, supporting, and uh, things that hit at the core of the male human existence. So I'm very right. excited to be here. You can find me uh, at Mind of a Man uh, podcast on Instagram, as well as I'm on all mm, pleasurable and profitable podcasting platforms. Pleasurable and profitable. Okay. <laughs> hey, so, hey, uh, so James, here's the thing. So this this thing came, it's, it's, they, they think that, I'm not going to say they, this thing that popped out in the news in the social media era, and I want to start off by saying this, and I want to prep this uh, correctly um, by saying that, you know, the whole thing that jumped out of the news with Derek Jackson and dealing with his wife and, you know, um, prayers, first and foremost, I, I do feel I need to go out to him and his family. There's a level of privacy that needs to exist. And, um, you know, people just kind of need to mind their business on one aspect of it. But it kind of has brought to surface some of the things that uh, when you were using the word uh, insight uh, earlier that just sometimes men don't think about uh, or the breadwinner does not think about, let me say that. Um, and so some of that has fallen on more of the man uh, so, many times. And so in the state here of Georgia, there's just a plethora of information that's kind of popped out over the past couple of weeks of just things that people just don't know. And uh, when it comes to child support, when it comes to alimony and just um, protecting yourself and the investment that you're making when I'm just going to, I'm going to say it what it is, the investment that you're making when you do become a husband, uh, not only in the state of Georgia, but then just in other places as well. So I want to kick it over to you for a moment because we were talking about a, a, a lot of things. Um, uh, and so, you know, it, I, let me first give, let me first ask the surface level of, you know, when everything just kind of broke, the story just kind of came out. Um, what were your feelings regarding everything that you were hearing? Uh, well, again, I'm a therapist. And so I hear people's secrets all day long, you know, seven days a week. And it wasn't that odd that a person, he was going through that. I mean, right. even you already know, I mean, you're in Atlanta. There have been a plenty of well-known leaders who right. have uh, had that type of backlash or had their, their coat pulled for the things right. that they were doing that were out there. So, I mean, that's one thing. Now, granted, I don't know the brother Derek Jackson. I've never met him or anything like that. Um, I've watched maybe a couple of his clips or so like that. Heard some of his commentary, turned it off quickly because it wasn't something that really um, I endorsed. But what I will say is, is that what he was able to do from a business standpoint is genius. And I'm going to say, I'm going to say that it's genius. But it's just like there were individuals who uh, flew um, a uh, uh, people of a darker hue uh, across the Atlantic and brought us to this rock and had us work for free. 
it was genius because the ramifications of it, man, still persist to this day. Right. And so what I say to him is that he catered to a base that was looking for that affirmation, that was looking for that um, voice to support what they were doing. And he did it. And he did it very well. Now, the problem is, is that it's one thing to make those statements and those comments. Right. It's another thing to live them. Okay. Because that's humans. You know, we okay. have desires, we have needs. Right. And so that goes into a person's personal life. Right. What he had going on in his personal life, I don't think even of any of us still know. Right. But the fact is, it did exist. Okay. And that's something that really, I think, hit at the core. Because now you're, uh, you're at the dance, you're at the balance of talking it like you live it. And unfortunately, he got caught. Um, and so one of the things that popped out, there was this guy, this, this lead attorney guy, and I'm looking to have him on as a guest as well. He kind of came out with so much information of, Hey, you know, these are just some of the things that, uh, that, that, that he might be up against or that he might happen to face. And then as we begin to walk down the lane and look at them, whether there are individuals that, whether they were caught in a situation from an infidelity perspective, uh-huh. or whether they were just looking to, Hey, you know what? Uh, this relationship is just not going to work out. We're just going to proceed forward. Um, wh- what have you What have you heard about, or seen, or or been discussing with regard to what the, the what the I, I'll say the limited area or the thin line that men are walking in when they might be headed in the divorce realm um, from a legal standpoint. And of course you are not an attorney. Um, we are not giving any legal advice while we are here. So we're just really going off of, um, some research and things of that nature that we've kind of gathered. Uh, so let's want to be very clear with that, but, uh, you can feel free to fact check it, go to the world's Bible call, you know, Google and figure it out yourself, uh, or internet explorer, whatever it is. But what, what have you been hearing about how this sometimes is just not fair Oh, should I even go there um, first? But just how it's it's just like yeah, why sometimes people might find themselves remaining in their situation because should they happen to part out that way, there is a head that might come along that way when it comes to just some of the legalities or just some of the things you've heard that that people are running that that, that men are running into. Well, to, uh, to think about that for a little bit. Elon, remember when back in, I guess, the 80s, the early mid or early 80s or so like that, where I guess we had the, uh, the charismatic movement and the everybody was just, just so excited. Okay. Everybody was just so excited and they were just so thrilled just to be doing things and uh, in the church and uh, people would eat chicken dinners and fish dinners right after service or so like that, then go lay down and go to sleep. And right. then everything was everything. Then next thing you know, uh, somebody got high blood pressure pressure, high cholesterol, and all these other kind of um, physical abnormalities that they're not supposed to have or something like that. I'm trying to see where you're going with this one. Okay. All right. Keep going. Go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) And so it wasn't until that we started to get down maybe, what, 10, 20 years later or so, or 25 or something to that extent, that we started to learn that uh, your physical health matters. You know, God wants you to be uh, spiritually sound, but he wants you to be physically well as well, too. He wants you to be mentally sound as well, too. Right, and so right, we right. just realized that uh, eating that chicken and eating that fish like that, mm, that's not the best thing for you to do. Okay. And so then I look, look at it is that now we are a more informed generation, hopefully. And what I will say is that now the idea of marriage, I believe, is starting to get caught up with that whole sentiment. 
mm. knowing the laws of the land of the state that right. you reside in, right. knowing what can happen, knowing what marriage is, is and what marriage is not. Right. I understand you believe in the word of God. I understand, man, you believe in the third day, but possibly though the state of Tennessee or the state of Georgia says otherwise. What right. happens when you have those types of um, contracts? Right. Understanding that marriage is essentially a contract between two individuals. And and, and I've had uh, single men come and literally talk to me about this specific area because they're like, you know, I have this person I will, you know, want to be with them, whatever case it be, but man, they're thinking about losing half and they're thinking about, mm -hmm. you know, or losing all, you know, Georgia is a community state. So that, that means that they don't believe. And again, I'm not an attorney, but you know, you don't, they don't, they don't necessarily have to give half. They can give more than half. And so yeah. we have men that are out here that, are, that want to settle down and, and get mm -hmm. married or whatever, but it's almost like the laws that exist um, uh, just make them become hesitant. And, on, on one side, we could say, oh, okay, well, if you're not married and if you're thinking that you're going to get divorced or whatever, then you shouldn't even want to get married. But we have to look at in a society where it is 50% divorce rate inside of the U.S. and inside of the um, minority community, it's at 70%. It's a real thing that not only it's not as if you're it's not as if you're just sitting there saying, okay, well, I'm just going to commit to just being with this person for the rest of my life. If that person if you are the breadwinner and you are a man and you are in the state of Georgia or just probably most of the states, right? Um, these courts are not very complimental. Is complimental? Complimentary. Yeah, yeah there you go. to us. And uh -huh. so this has to be something, and this is the reason why that I wanted to just bring it to the floor because it's on one end, um, you know, your leadership should be able to carry you through and all that. And you, you have that level of longevity, but on the other side, you have this glaring thing that's sitting there that's saying that if you mess up or if she messes up, no, let's, 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 let me retract that. If there's a moment where you guys have to part ways, and this is outside of just some old astronomical infidelity, um, you just throwing all the money away whatever case it be, if there's a moment where this happens, you could lose everything. Well, I mean, I, I put it to you like this, and then when we talked off wax about this, it is something that, I mean, no one, hopefully, especially when, when you go and buy a car, you get into a business deal or an agreement without knowing the facts about the case or facts about the situation. Okay. Because you know what can happen and when can happen. You know when you can be in hook on, like for instance, when they try to sell you that gap insurance, some of you, you need to buy that gap insurance because if right. something happens, uh, it's gonna be on you to fulfill right. the for that agreement. So right. then when it comes to marriage, you cannot hold a person hostage in a marriage. They right. can wake up three years after the nuptials and say, you know what, Elam, I don't wanna do this anymore. Call Rick, let's get the, th the window started. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing you really can do about it. Yes, the cooling off. When you say period, window, you mean divorce, right? Just get the divorce the... window. Yeah, divorce okay, okay, window. Yeah, the cooling off period of that uh, is varies from state to state. But um, the fact remains is that yeah. there is nothing you essentially can do about that, and that is the risk. That is the vulnerability that you take in this type of situation. So you have to be informed. You have to know the laws of the land, and you have to prepare yourself if that would be the case understanding the individual that you are hooking up with or so like this. This isn't something that you do in from an emotional standpoint, but this is something that from maybe a practical and logical reason that you would use in this state. Why? 
because it can cost you so much more down the line, just like buying a lemon can cost you even more. Of what did you've uh, experienced within, whether it's with your clients or just what you've heard about um, or, or done research on, the the legality, do you feel like that it's in the favor of, because uh, I don't want to put my opinion on you. Um, no, 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 no. Feel like, <laughs> do you feel like that it, it, it's favorable for men or what are your thoughts about it? What have you experienced with your clients or what have you seen? I'm going to say this. Um, he who has the goal makes the rules. And well, no, actually, he who has the goal sometimes is screwed by the rules. And so what happens in that case is that you'll have sometimes a a, uh, a marital dissolution where there are two individuals that are waffling back and forth over the China, uh, the details of 401k and et cetera, et cetera. And the situation continues to go on and on and on and on until one person either gives in or one person just says, you know what, let's continue to go, let's go to court about this situation. Right. Now, mind you, during this whole period of time, the attorneys that are representing both parties are continuing to receive monies <laughs> because of the situation. And what happens, unfortunately, is, is that the monies that could be utilized to help move forward are being given to attorneys that want to continue to prolong the situation. Right. And that's unfortunate. Right. Uh, what I've also found is that the aftermath of all of these things, when a person finally says, okay, I'm done, I'm, I'm ready to settle, I, um, we don't need to do any more mediation, we, this is where the paperwork and sign. There's a lot of um, collateral damage mm. taking place that a person has to kind of like get back up to speed on. And mm. that's unfortunate because these things can be worked out. I mean, you know, I'm not going to lie to you. I got clients, but they've been working on these things for like more than a year. <laughs> and they're still trying to get these different pieces ironed out. Mindful, right. mind, mind wise, is that even in a pandemic, when things are possibly moving a little bit slower, right. uh, you still have uh, temporary support, uh, temporary custody, anything like that. Right. So to answer your question more clearly, the individual who is making the most money at the point, what I've seen from uh, judges and uh, officials is that they're not necessarily worried about who did what or what do you make? What do you make? All right, <laughs> this is what we're going to do temporarily until we can find some type of agreement, whether it be via mediation or whether it be some other kind of settlement that happens. And that can take a long time and it can be very painstakingly stressful. I don't want you, can you, so I'm, the word prenup just popped mm -hmm. into my head, right? Yes, sir. So yes, sir. I, I, we're not even going to look at it from a legal perspective. We're going to okay. look at it from a therapeutic perspective. Okay. Uh, why don't people want to, or why don't men protect themselves or, uh, you know, why, What's wrong with doing a prenup? Uh, the thing is, I'm gonna, you, you made a statement. You said, why don't men? I'm going to tell you, for some individuals, they believe that uh, utilizing a prenup is like a bad um, approach to marriage. They're saying that you're already preparing for the end before the beginning starts or so like that. Um, again, some individuals also, too, if it messes with maybe the black church or so like that, where they believe in no divorce, they believe that uh, we don't do that kind of thing. It's for better, for worse, sickness, health, death to us part. That's right. the idea. That's the emotionality about the situation. But that is not right. the practical situation, especially, again, as I mentioned, in a land or a season uh, in our time when people uh, 
back into like 1970s when no fault divorce came into play, where people can walk out whenever they want to. You know, you have to have some type of wisdom about what you do. So many men, they come into these things, they not knowing how to craft a prenup, what a prenup is. They've heard of it. They think it's only for rich individuals. But I've talked the attorneys that I've talked to or so like that. Anybody right. can craft a prenup or so like that. I would have it looked over by um, a literary a litigation official, but it can be done. And so what you don't know essentially is sometimes will hurt you. Do you think that some men that you've talked to, um, I'm, and I, I, of course, some of this can 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 rain for women too if they are the breadwinner. Well, yes. we're just going to look at this from a man's perspective, right? And where um, the uh, what we're seeing out here regarding, do you think that some men stay in their marriage because they don't want to lose um, half or all? And I, I'm, uh, this is really the basic of the uh, of this conversation. So I'm going to go here. I was really kind of giving breakfast items before him. But what do you see out here um, therapeutically? Do some men stay in the marriage because they just don't want to lose all or half of, of their of their assets and what they've worked for? I mean, what's the song about Johnny Taylor? It's cheaper to keep her. <laughs> it's cheap. Okay. And yeah, that is one of those anecdotal <laughs> items that we've right. had as African-American males we've had in our society. It's right. cheaper to keep her. It's cheaper just for the keeper. Is it cheaper you... to keep her? That's really, really, that's the topic of this thing, y'all. I could have, could have came into it with that. From <laughs> it, is it cheaper to keep her? And, and, and it's sad to say it, but then when you look at the laws of it, and this is, we're gonna push infidelity out. Right. You know, you know, you get caught in all this cheating stuff. Whether they take half a whole, that's on you, dog. Right. But we're just talking about we ain't working, and we just going part. And some people don't want to do that. Some men don't want to do that because they don't want to lose everything. Yeah. Um, it, uh, men talk. And I, I want to just kind of put this out there right now. Men talk. Men talk to other men, especially about disastrous situations that they have gone through, mainly right. divorce. And right. so when they talk about the aftermath of how I have to go and sleep on my grandma's couch and pay her alimony as well as child support, or when they go and they discuss the fact that, hmm, I could have just been had the same thing. She could have stayed upstairs in the East Wing. I could have stayed in the West Wing of the house, and we could have been cool. We didn't right. have to go down this route. Yeah. Or the fact is, is that I've worked for undergrad, I've worked my grad degree, I've interned, I've partnered, or so like that, and now here's where I am right now. Mm. It doesn't make any sense. You know, it doesn't. I feel like I'm being punished again. Men talk. So my point being is that I can't say and put a monetary value on is it cheaper to keep her, but from the outlook, they say that it takes a, a male three to five years to recover monetarily after a divorce has occurred. Mm. Three to five years. So with that being said, and that's not even counting the the levels of stress, anguish, you know, mentally the thing, the counseling that goes into play with that as well too. My point being, what I'm trying to say to you is that at times we have to kind of make sure that we are doing things from a strength base and understand, understanding point of view as opposed to, mm, 
things off of our emotion. And again, like you just mentioned, you're taking infidelity off the table and stuff like that. That's why counseling is so important. Okay. Um, but let's circle back to that. So are you saying that the cheaper to keeper concept is, is it okay? Is it okay? Um, what I would say is that every situation is different. What I will also say is that sometimes some situations have progressed to a point where it wouldn't matter either way. You guys can keep going down the same route. Eh, you don't talk. You don't have sex or anything like that. You stay upstairs. She stays downstairs or like that. And the rest is the rest. The kids grow up. They have a two-parent household. And it's somewhat maybe a, a bit of misery or anything like that. No one's really happy in it. But again, from okay. a monetary value, what does it really mean to you? Everybody places different value on. But you're money. placing. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. But you're okay. saying it, everybody has a different monetary value. So you're saying, you know, bump the love and the fami- the, the family portion and uh, you know the spirituality, whatever. You're saying it's almost as if you're saying you, you have to weigh your feelings against what you might lose and then make a decision. Is that what you're saying? I don't want to put words in your mouth. Is that what you're mm-hmm. saying? Or is that what, the way people think? Because the cheaper to keeper concept basically sounds like I'm disconnected emotionally, maybe sexually, um, mm-hmm. maybe even spiritually, whatever. But at the end of the day, when I go in that courtroom, it's all going to be based upon monetary, whether you're an amazing dad or a deadbeat. Well, I, I mean, married, and <laughs> I don't and care most, about that. <laughs> most married men are not deadbeats, I, can, I guess I can say, because you are right there with your kids. But, um, you know, you're saying, OK, bump all the other stuff. You have to look at it, and is that what men do monetarily to say, hmm, what might I lose here cash-wise and make your decision about that? Is that what you're saying? Essentially, yes. Essentially, when you enter into a... That is so messed up. Like, how could you say something like that? It's where we are in our land. This is where we are in our our country right now with the way the laws have been governed and when they're put into place. For the advances that um, both genders have made or so like that, especially in the minority sector, there's still a lot of ground ground and to be gained and to go. And unfortunately, it's, we don't have necessary support services around us to kind of help us in those types of situations. Well, that's I what mean, it you can go to counseling. Okay, I, you know, you can go to counseling and, and, and um, those services oh. are available. We're talking about, we're, and, and let's just go, go here. Let's just go for the... You know, like the Kelvin Samuel high value or, okay. you know, a man is uh, rocking and rolling. Let's just say six figures, right? Okay. Out here shaking the move and doing his thing. He got insurance. Yes, he has yes, you know, a home, um, whether he's, uh, you know, W2 or entrepreneur, whatever, um, right. which seems like there's a difference between those two, but we'll talk about that later. But, uh, you know, it, it, so you're saying he doesn't have, the, he has the resources. He does have the resources, but again, when he gets before that judge and then they are kind of ironing things out or so like that, he stands to lose a certain amount of money, <laughs> a huge amount of it. So what he does is, is that he tries to find ways to put himself in a position to kind of satisfy the person and to move forward and move on. I've seen guys empty out their 401ks just to make the situation go away. Throw money at it just to make the situation go away. Why? Because they're betting on themselves in the end that they will be able to recoup and get back what they have lost during that period of time. Right. And have you, what, what's been your experience there? Do they recoup it? Most of them don't. What, what do you see? What I found is that um, after the fact, a lot of guys, they do come back from it. But again, it is at a period of time. <laughs> and so then 
it's funny you saying this because I have years, a, that's that three to five years you were talking that's about. That's that three to five years, and it's crazy because then you have uh, ladies who are looking to possibly settle down with such high value men or such guys or so, and they're like, "Well, he's always working, and he's just in his work." He's, I'm like, "You do know where he just came from, right?" This <laughs> is like, mm-hmm. you know, let's not kind of gloss over that point. He just got out of a up teen year or up year marriage or so. He's looking to gain back what he has lost during that period of time so that he can kind of have something to look forward to in his golden years. Well, you just tapped on a, on a subject really quickly um, without getting into too many legal aspects. I want to shift um, really quickly to what happens, what advice would you give to a young lady who is dating um, a guy who is, uh, you know, in uh, post-divorce or whatever, um, you know, space-wise, conversational. What advice do you give to people? And I guess this would really go for men or women, but we, uh-huh. you know, we'll just speak to the women because we're going to speak from a man's perspective of what you feel, and then also therapeutically, what do you what do you walk through? What is your advice that you would give to women who are dating somebody who is in post-divorce, a man that's post-divorce? Uh, one note of facts. And so they say that uh, 60 to roughly 70% of all second marriages end in divorces as well. And what happens with that? Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop that real, real quick. 60 to, to 70% of second marriages. Second marriages end in, end in divorce. divorce. Yes. Wow. That is that is from a number of sources. Not a joke. Not a game. And, but, but, here's, but see, here's the devil in the details. What happens sometimes is that you have men who are uh, have children, and they are quote unquote broke. Ooh. Not well, but broke. Oh, it's another stat I got to drop on you. Um, okay. Fifty percent. Fifty percent of all, according to Pew Research, and you can go look at this for yourself. Fifty percent of all divorced males within maybe a one to five year period, or one to three, they end up marrying again. So let's. That's the context. Let's put that together. So half the men marry again. Yes, half the men marry again. And but then seventy percent of them end in divorce. End in divorce again. Well, hold up, hold up, look, 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 look. We'll wind back just a little bit. So mm-hmm. you'll have a situation where many of those men have children. Okay. A lot of them possibly are broke. You know, they are trying to regain their financial structure, foundation, yeah, five years, standard yes. at that point. In a three to five year period. So guess what? They meet old Sally Sue. We're gonna call her Sally Sue. Why? Because I just thought of her. Right. Name. Okay. Come on, and Sally. So, and so now Sally is cool. Sally is straight. Sally likes uh John. Come <laughs> and on, so guys. Sally and John, yeah. they are in this situation <laughs> and they are working together. However, John still has to make alimony and child support payments to Brittany, his first wife. Oh, come on, Brittany. We done brought Brittany. Okay, so we got Sally, John, and Brittany. Come on. All right. right. I hear and you. so Brittany is not playing. Brittany wants her money. Right. <laughs> and then so now John, in a sense, sometimes he leans on Sally mm. for help, for aid in those moments. Oh. Because again, John is broke. He's trying to rebuild. It ain't coming overnight. You know, he still's got attorney fees. He's still trying to pay the daycare costs kids schooling, you know, okay. uh, student loans okay. uh, that were shared. He's trying uh, to survive. Bills. He's trying to survive. Sally said, look, I'm with you. I good it. But guess what? It's like my granddaddy said, there's an end to every road. Not everybody can ride that ride Come for on, a long granddaddy. period of time. 
especially when it begins to exhaust at their financial resources. So that is one of the biggest reasons, I believe, why we have the 60%, and it's been documented, it's been researched and documented too, why we have the 60 to 70%, because what you've come out of is still somewhat plaguing you within your new relationship. So what I say to individuals who are watching and looking at that is just be mindful of the, the person that you are working with, because every setup is not a dream setup. Every setup is not something that you possibly would want to get into because guess okay. what? It will affect you as well. So are you saying that women should, you're just, this is more of a caution sign, are you saying? It's caution. Or, are you, or would you say, if you had a sister? Yeah. Uh, do, do you have a sister? I'm sorry. I, I, don't have, know. I, have, I have many of them. <laughs> okay, so I'm talking about like blood sister. I have many of them. So well, if your sister was about to date is is dating this guy nice guy got the job right. you know nothing right. we, we're going to remove some of the trifling aspects right right, right. we're just going to say okay uh middle class uh, uh, upper middle class dude just rocking and uh she likes him and you know rocking with him would you advise her to continue to date him or what would you say to her one thing i would say is just what does this uh, setup look like I mean, is he married? Is he divorced? How long has he been divorced? I no, mean, let's, well, let, let's, let's say he's divorced. He is divorced. Let's so, go with that. No, 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 no. You can't skip over that, King. You can't skip over oh, that, King. Okay, because sometimes on. some people, they will stay married to a person because the financial setup is not necessarily uh, worked on or it has not been finalized at that point. So you'll see people that have been married but separated for five years, eight years or so like Okay. That. Oh no, yeah, yeah, that's true. That's the truth. Because okay. they don't know what to do with the house. They don't know what to do with the, the car or whatever the assets or anything like that. And it seems like none of them have the financial resources to make any other decision. Mm. So they will stay there. But they live separately. Or sometimes they live together. <laughs> it's weird as hell, but it yeah, the, so, for the for the sake of convenience of the conversation, let's right, just say right, right, do divorce January one, okay? okay. And so you know this, this he starts dating uh, Sally, uh -huh. okay? So he you know John is dating Sally. He right. has divorced from Brittany, right? Okay. And so, um, what would you advise Sally, your sister? <laughs> that goes real well, right? So, what would you advise Sally, the sister? Would you tell her that you know? Yeah, I don't know. What would you say to her? Again, I, more likely, as a, I say, run. <laughs> really? I say run. Okay. I would say run, and there's a number of reasons why. Because one, knowing what I know about the structure of being able to regain and replenish, or so that takes a toll on a person or anything like that. Divorce, entanglement, uh, financially as well as emotionally, there's a lot that goes along with that. So from an emotional standpoint, mental health wise or so like that, is he in counseling? Well, no, he's not. He's trying to work through it by himself. I mean, he's praying a lot. He's got, okay, no, run. Okay. Or, um, hmm, what does he do for a living? Ah, oh, well, he does a good job or so like that. Works, right. works hard. Suddenly works a lot of overtime. Okay, cool. Still run. Because a lot has not changed from where he's been divorced to where he is now. And right. more potentially, guess what? You are going to play a role in his future, you're going to be a part of that system. And guess what? If you're not ready to handle that type, you might need to get out of there now. The signs, this is like me and my sister say, the signs were there. You just want to mm. ignore them. So what's the time frame? Okay, he gets, he gets divorced January 1st, 2021. All right. Uh -huh. Sally likes John. 
Uh-huh. How long before Sally should entertain John, if ever? I said, give him a couple of years. What is he doing in a couple of years post-divorce? What does his financial portfolio look like? What is his structure on? Where is he at mentally, spiritually, physically, or so like that? What does all that look like? How is he with his kids? How is he with his ex-wife? You know, what does that relationship look like? Mm. <laughs> and not saying that he wants to get back in throws with her or anything like that, but sometimes you're going to have to play nice or so, man, to get things somewhat moving forward, as opposed Ooh. to be uh, evil towards one another. What does mm. all that look like? So that, like, you don't want <laughs> them problems following you for the next five to 10 years. Right. Potentially, they could be there. So you have to evaluate these situations thoroughly. But what I find is some people, they just don't. And it's because some folk, they're just so tired of Elam King of being alone. They're just okay. tired of just, man, driving that bus by themselves. Okay. Somebody. They feel that biological clock ticking, and they just say, right. I need somebody. I've frozen my eggs. This is what it is, and I'm looking for this. However, uh-huh. <laughs> I don't look under that uh, guise. Or I don't look for those uh, ideas or those terms or something to make those type of decisions contractually. No. Mm. So you're going to tell Sally to bounce, basically. I tell her to bounce. For two years. Two years. Go see what else is out there or anything like that. What? Okay, so let's flip that for one second. Yeah. And I, I know we got to go in a little bit and we'll probably have to have a part two and three regarding this. But I want you to just speak really quickly to the men that might feel like that. Okay, I'm not feeling Brittany. I ain't trying to, you know, link back up, uh-huh. um, you know, but I'm feeling Sally. I'm in I'm in the storm, you know, rocking, okay. you know, right. I'm trying to walk right. through this. I'm trying to be I the think, good dad. Yeah. I'm trying to, okay. Yeah. So what recommendation would you give to men in this space? Can we curse on this? Yeah. Dude, I mean, you got to say what you want to. I mean, bro, get your shit together. Okay. I tell the bro, get your shit together. You should never be in a space, man, where you have to be solely reliant on another individual. I don't care how far you got to crawl. I don't care what you got to do. I don't care what you got to eat to get there. I've seen brothers, man, they've done it. They've done it in two years. They had to eat cereal. They paid what they needed to pay off. They paid the loans. They've even paid the wedding off. <laughs> the astronomical mm. cost that it was by themselves. But Imagine guess what? that. You, you divorced still paying for your wedding. That's gotta, Oh, no. It's a reality. That's Bro, get your shit together. That's what I would tell them. You know, Don't worry about Sally or anything like that. Don't worry about Janie J or whoever. The Uncle Luke can send you. Man, get your shit together. Ooh. Make sure the man that you are sound financially and mentally or so like that. Reevaluate how the hell did I get in a situation like this with a mm. Mm. That's my that's what I tell any of them, man. Again, there are enhancers and detractors. What is the goal? Because you know, we all we know, I love Sally as my sister, but Sally can be a distraction from mm-hmm. you getting to the places you need to get to the goal wise. And so, oh, he can't. Can no, no, no. Say go, something? go ahead. Because I no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, and so my thing is, is this, bro? Uh. Uh-uh. Because you're out of space. And so we're saying, what, mid-30s, early 40s or something like that? You ain't got no time to be playing. Right. It's time for you, man, really to, to, to buckle down, bust it. What's the plan? What's the goal? Do you need the man put more into a 401k? Do you need to get a second job or anything like that? Uh, all the liberties and the luxuries that we would like to enjoy and stuff like that. Can we do that? Eh, probably not. That ain't where you at right now. Because guess what? You just mm-hmm. came out of a chaotic situation. A divorce right. is chaos. Let's not try to man, make it anything else, but what it is chaotic. It is stressful. And you got to heal. 
You have to come mm. not only just with something huge uh, mentally, but financially. Mm. <laughs> so you have to heal that okay. area. So get yourself together. Man, listen, what I want to do is I want to come back because maybe um, there's a portion that exists inside of before the, that we get married um, as men um, that we might want to think about beforehand. Uh -huh. uh, so I want to touch on that in probably uh, the, our next uh, conversation or whatever, because uh -huh. this is definitely something that, you know, I've had people just ca literally calling me and asking me questions, um, you know, looking at the, the, the situation that happened with Derek Jackson. But then it was what popped out of outside of the, the drama that existed there is, wait a minute. Well, I get it if I did that because, yeah, I should be hemmed up. But what if I didn't? What if I'm just what if we just wanted to part ways and I'm, I'm going to try to make sure that our next call that we have um, our, our, our lawyer friend that's going to be on here as well yeah. to kind of give maybe some legal guidance of uh, Hold on. That looked like a whole what was that a McFlurry that just came uh, my, my son. My son is a chef. Yeah. I love my baby. Really? Oh man! Hey, look! Hey, look good, dog. Baby over Florida, man. That looks amazing. Hey, that's my boy, Jay. Oh man! Hey, you know what? Um, appreciate the information that you shared here, and so we're gonna come back and probably just probably talk about um maybe, and we probably should have talked about this in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. We know how we can just flow sometimes on this podcast. You can edit, Elam. Come on now. No, we we maybe we need to go back and help individuals think about before yeah. you get in this situation. Yeah. So in the moment, uh, for those who are listening, we just, uh, you know, the, particularly the men that, that are listening, we wanted to just provide just a little bit insight for a moment of kind of like the ugly. We won't even say the good and the bad. We just gonna go to the straight ugly and then kind of peel it back a little bit and kind of talk about maybe some ways of uh, protecting yourself or even mentally. We won't even beforehand go to legally um, but just really quickly, James, appreciate you just coming on here and just dropping a couple of nuggets here. Can you um, share with the audience, where can they find you? Again, what do you do? What, why is you out here? <laughs> well, well, I am, uh, why am I, why is I out here? I am one of the uh, one to 3% of African-American male therapists or mental health professionals in the country. And so I'm licensed in the state of Tennessee as well as Nevada. Uh, I enjoy what I do. Uh, you can find me at Psychology Today. Uh, or you can call me 615-229-6205, or you can email me at james at bushcounselingservices.com, or you can email me james at justjamesbush. You can reach me also via web at bushcounselingservices.com. Easy. And I'm on IG as well as Facebook. Where, 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 where can you find you on, on, on social? What are you saying? Sorry. As well as IG, you can find me on IG at, at Bush Counseling or um, at Mind of a Man Podcast, or you can find me on Facebook as well too. James Bush. Man, so excited to just meet this individual from day one. We have clicked and we have just a couple of things no that we just need to do out here in life of like just uh, sharing some information. Really empowering men on um, Coming in. the aspect far beyond what maybe social norms might just think that we exist inside of. This is really just to educate um, this Understanding a Man podcast. I really appreciate everybody for joining. And uh, we're going to have a part two to this. Yeah. Coming I 